Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of expecting somebody to just take up the mantle of babysitter for no reason. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, give my daughter your concert tickets. Translation of Entitled Mum Hey creepy critters and jeepers creepers. So this actually happened many years ago, back when One Direction was still a thing and girls of all the ages were going nuts. In one of my earliest posts on Reddit in general, I talked about how I met an entitled girl who stole from the locker rooms and her entitled Karen mother afterwards. This takes place a year after that and kind of a full year before the band broke up. I have a cousin, family friend, who's a few years younger than me, so when the story was in middle school was when the story took place. Now let's set the scene. It was a normal summer, slowly forming autumn, but still hot as balls day in the neighborhood and school area. Me and cousin were busy walking to our local 7-Eleven to grab some slushies, and me some of the pizza because I have a weakness. We hung out there for a bit while we gathered our sugary drinks and headed to the counter, when cousin let out the largest gasp I have ever heard. They were selling One Direction stickers. This, my friends, is how I became aware how deep the One Direction rabbit hole she was. After we got our things and went to our homes, I decided to be a cool older cousin and plea for my mom if we can get cousins some One Direction concert tickets since they were on tour and one such concert was being held at a city a few hours away from where we lived at the time. I don't feel comfortable hinting where I lived, but I hope this makes sense. My mom was hesitant at first, but once I mentioned it'll be cousin's birthday soon and how it'll be a gift from me, she agreed. I pitched on buying three tickets, one for cousin, her mom, and her sister or friend by selling a whole lot of lemonade and cupcakes in between our yard sale that month and living right beside a resort made for tourists and rich people. We made pretty good bank, so we managed to get some tickets. We told cousin's mom beforehand once we got enough money our gift idea, and for extra measure, we went to the mall and got some One Direction themed shirts and hats to put in her gift. Guys, I underestimated the scream she gave when she opened her bag. She was over the moon happy, squealing and squeezing me and my mom tight while crying onto my shirt, and I like to think this is where my gift giving love language finally poked in and became known. Fast forward the month of the concert. Cousin is eagerly packing and planning for the trip, as they'll stay in the city for about half a week and leave the day after the concert, and going around eagerly talking into people's ears about the whole thing. This is when Entitled Brat steps in. Entitled Brat, from I knew at the time, was a bit of a mean girl in Cousin's middle school, but more so a girl trying to fit that stereotype and not understanding and crying when no one can trust her with secrets or invite her to things. She was the type of girl who would go back and forth being friendly to cousin and then act all wannabe Regina George only to come back again. Entitled Brat obviously took word of cousin's One Direction trip and was getting rather close to cousin yet again, going as far as joining in on our hangouts. Never thought I'd hit a kid so much at this age, but there I was, fuming. Through these hangouts with Entitled Brat is how me and my mom met Entitled Brat's Entitled Mother. And she honestly fits a cliche as well, but the one of those Facebook mums who's obsessed over, oh, you're born under this star sign, you're not allowed to come to my daughter's birthday party, while owning a bunch of mugs that talk about how her being a mother made her drink wine. 
And I even remember her telling my mom how her husband is in the army, so why can't she get any discounts? During one specific hangout just a few days before Cousin, her mom, and her sister leave for the concert, me, Cousin, and Entitled Brad went to the local 7-Eleven and went back to Cousin's place to talk. This is when Entitled Mother shined brightly. I walked into the kitchen to talk to the adults, where Entitled Mother is busy talking to my mom and my cousin's mom about the trip planned, and I joined in because I'm bored. I don't know what triggered it, but Entitled Mother suddenly got pee at cousin's mom and said she shouldn't have allowed cousin to go to the concert because, quote, Don't you know that men in bands like that are just predators? Silence. My mom and I are staring at each other in shock. Apparently not sensing the change of air, Entitled Mother went on and said she and Entitled Brat can just take the tickets off their hands, since it'll be just a waste of money if you just threw them out. Cousin's mum's reaction? Ripping Entitled Mother a freshly made jerk and free Taco Bell, as she calls her out on that weird logic and kicking her and Entitled Brat out. They went on their trip, enjoyed the concert, and everything was fine. Apparently, I guess Entitled Brad and Entitled Mother were repeatedly asking Cousin and her mom about joining them on their trip, and either A, they didn't fully get it, or B, they simply told them yes, but they have to pay for their own gas and tickets, and if you know, concert tickets are more expensive once you get closer to the actual concert. Me and Cousin still talk today, and her obsession slowly morphed to Harry Styles and Taylor Swift, and I'll hopefully one day go to a concert together of a band we both like. You know, I don't think I've ever heard an argument like this work out, where somebody's like, you know, honestly, that kind of thing that you're interested in and are going to and are involving yourself with, that's for other people. So, honestly, you should just throw it away. But, uh, you know, if you do that, I'll take them off your hands. Who is not going to see exactly what you're doing? Our next story is Entitled Parent and a Kid at Walmart. I'm actually a bystander in this story, so thankfully it wasn't me who was involved. Earlier today I went to Walmart, I picked up a pretty cool Naruto t-shirt, and then I went to the toy aisle to see if they had any Pokemon cards and Spider-Man action figures, and then a few minutes later I heard a commotion going on in the next aisle. So I took a peek, apparently a guy, he looked to be in his late teens, grabbed a Nerf gun, don't know which one it was, I'm not in Nerf guns, however I do know it was a rather large one, and there was a kid with his mom and the kid really wanted it. The kid looked to be about 7-8 to eight years old, the mom kept arguing with the guy on how her kid deserves it more because he's too old to be playing with Nerf guns, meanwhile the kid was having a full on tantrum because he couldn't get the dang toy. The guy wasn't impressed, and he responded by saying that he wanted it for a while, and that he saved up his money to get it, and that he's a collector. The mom still kept saying that it's just a child's toy and that he deserves it more. The kid kept on crying even louder, knowing that he wasn't going to get it. Honestly surprised no employees showed up. They argued for about 10 minutes until the mom just gave up and decided to buy her kid an even bigger Nerf gun, to which he agreed to. Nothing special happened after that. However, I do feel bad for the poor guy who just wanted to buy a Nerf gun. I've never really been on board for shaming somebody for still being into some kind of toy or whether it's something that reminds them of their youth or things like Pokemon, but I think beyond everything, the one mainstream toy that lasts and persists throughout adulthood, I think are Nerf guns, water guns, anything toy gun adjacent, are those not the toys that have the most adult conversion? 
Our next story is, update on my entitled mother trying to destroy my life. Long story short, maybe, June 30th, I was leaving out of my room to head out to a friend to give them a ride. My mother has a dog, family dog, that has separation anxiety. The Yorkie will sometimes run from her room into the hall to bite the ankles or limbs of whoever's leaving between the three of us while barking up a storm. My mother has created an entitled dog saying that he does it because he doesn't like his peace disturbed. So he attacks and this was a bad one. He jumps, bites two holes in my knee and I flinch back, knocking a vase off the banister, which my mother jumped at the opportunity to start an argument over. I didn't argue though, I was more focused on my knee as she started rambling about, I need you to leave, you should have been moved out. To which I say, I got my clearance for my work transfer to Los Angeles via the post office. Preemptive date is July 15th, so I'll be out in no time. Should have taken the advice of keeping plans to myself. She didn't say congrats or even crack a smile. Just said she was pro-rating the rent for the month of July. Told her I wasn't going to pay her that I would need the money to finance my move. She threatened me with court eviction, to which I agreed. Here's where I took some advice. Told her that if she took me to court, I could take her for auto theft and forgery. She flipped and I said I wasn't arguing, take me to court, and walked out to do some quick car work. Walked back in to wash my hands before heading out, and she's got her husband and on the phone with my aunt, laughing about a statute of limitations, which was incorrect, then jumped to another lie about me not being able to, since I never filed a police report. I then said we'll have to see, but I'm still not paying. I leave and come back to the front screen locked, which is inside only, no key, and she's called the police on me and said I won't get back in again. Police come, I explain the above altercation, and they go talk to my mom who says she feels unsafe, so I had to get a hotel for the night but could then return. Come back, full silent treatment, asked for a civil convo, and got cussed out, and told if I speak to her again, she'd call the police to have me arrested by lying right in front of her husband. I'm pointing out who was where and when for a reason, so I walk away. July 5th comes and a sheriff comes into the house and serves me with a notice for eviction and a restraining order court form. The TLDR of the restraining order was that, I feel disrespected, he speaks with disrespect. I feel unsafe in my own home and live with my bedroom door locked. He is unpredictable and emotionally an abusive narcissist. Nothing about a threat, violence, or abuse. Still silent treatment, I speak to a lawyer. He says the restraining order is just an attempt to speed up eviction, and don't worry about that, just focus on disproving the restraining order. Not a single word of a threat or violence. No arrest was made, and we've been living together even post-paperwork. Lawyer said eviction court is slow, but the date to be out by to avoid the eviction court was July 8th. So initially I was going to just focus on the restraining order and stay, as my lawyer said it was fine. But according to my sister, her goal has been to make me as uncomfortable as possible. So I left yesterday, July 9th. Still have my TV and a box of clothes left there, but she's now trying to call around to my job to get me fired with more false allegations. Also, based on my last post, the issue of the rent going up was a lie. Finally got contacted from the landlord and found out the rent is actually $1,050, not $1,650. This is why when I had my own apartment lined up two months ago, she refused to give me the landlord's number or simply rent receipts to verify on-time payments. 
because the total on the receipts doesn't match what she says the rent is. So I have court on July 13th for a potential restraining order now, and my transfer has been delayed due to not knowing if I'll have future court dates from this. I've got video footage from last night of her berating me as I was leaving one last time, and it's her just screaming at the top of her lungs, calling me worthless and unwanted. So I have ammo in court to disprove the allegations. Also spoken to a close friend of my mother's, who will be a character witness for me, to find out my mother intentionally lied about the rent and bragged, because she doesn't want me to move. What a great send-off to California. I think needless to say, as soon as OP's out of there and living on their own, the happier they're going to be and the more they're going to be relieved that they can just leave that far, far away, block any form of communication and just move on. Our next story is breaking no contact. So in the past few months, I've had family members reach out and tell me my dad says he misses me. We've been no contact for what will be two years this year. Just like everyone, I had my reasons. I've since gotten married and my husband and I have a very happy life. My parents didn't want to meet my husband the whole time we dated, and when he proposed, I decided time waits for no one and we eloped. This past weekend, my dad texted me some sappy love song YouTube video. I didn't even bother to watch or listen to it. I got another message today from an aunt I haven't spoken to in years saying my dad misses me so much and she's never seen his heart cry more. I don't know, it just made me feel bad about it. Makes me feel stubborn, selfish, etc. I know the answer is, don't break no contact, but I guess I needed some reassurance. Has anyone ever broken their no contact and regretted it? Maybe even the positive side of things getting better? Edited to add the reason for no contact. My mother is actually the narcissist. My whole childhood was a competition against her. Yes, between my mother and I for attention from my dad. When I was younger, we had the best relationship. My mom always said it was incest and inappropriate. Wild, I know. My mom always made me feel self-conscious. My punishment was always her taking away my favorite clothes to wear clothes that didn't fit to school or clothes I didn't like. She made fun of my acne, my hair, how I wasn't girly. My dad grew apart with all of this because he never stood up for me. He would always say, yeah, but you know how your mom is. Fast forward to right before I went no contact, my mom finally got my dad on her side. I was in an abusive relationship for two years and I finally got out. Two years later, I met my now husband. My dad called me a tramp and said there was no way I could be better after being emotionally, mentally, physically, and sexually abused. Which was always so frustrating to me because I was and still am healed from that. My dad also said he was more hurt than I ever could have been. It's a lot. My last straw was when I got engaged. I went to my mom's to tell her, and she ignored everything I said and jumped to, where's the ring? When I showed her, she took it off my finger, put it on hers and said, hopefully it's real. Even after, my husband and I wanted to just have a party and I invited my parents and they never responded. I invited six months out, three months out, one month out, two weeks prior, the week of and the day before, and got no response. So really, they initiated the no contact. I could write a book on the things I experienced, but these were the major ones for me. I mean, I don't blame OP at all, because it sounds like every step of the way, their parents seemed 
I don't know, like they were taking a stand against OP and all of the decisions they made, things that interested them. I know it's a lot different when it's your own parents, but when you think about it as like a close friend or somebody you called a friend in the past, who all of a sudden just acts so indifferent to anything you're doing, you've got going on, or your interests, and also doesn't reply to anything you send to them, like, isn't it the natural thing to just stop talking? Our next story is, Karen believes that offending people is her right. My name is Marcella. I'm Brazilian female, 21. I worked with a Karen for a Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A year, I'll call her Mary. Upon joining the company, my boss informed me that I shouldn't listen to what Mary, female 43, said because he already knew what her reputation was, and three employees had already passed through my position in the last year. The last employee didn't even complete the probationary period, three months. I'm autistic, and I talked to my boss that at some point, I might not pay attention to something if I'm anxious, or I might have a fit of laughter. My boss said it wasn't a problem, that he understood. As the days went by, Mary frequently made comments about my weight, how I looked, how I dressed, nerdy shirt, jeans, and sneakers, and that I wasn't cut out for office work. She complained about everything I did, and one day in the summer, for those who don't know, hot days can reach 40 degrees Celsius in Brazil, I turned on the air conditioning because it was too hot, and she started screaming because she didn't like air conditioning and that I was disabled and that disabled people shouldn't even be allowed to work because they bothered other people, and that if it were 10 years ago, There would be no air conditioning there, so I wouldn't be able to work there. I opened a smile and said, It wouldn't be a problem. Ten years ago, I was playing with dolls. And she started screaming that I didn't respect her. I even recorded several audios in which she said that my autism was ridiculous, that I was the R-word, that I was being weird and other things. Interesting context. In Brazil, there is a set of laws called CLT. These laws establish that employers and service colleagues cannot mock, humiliate, insult, or disqualify other employees. Or the company can be sued and have to pay compensation, and that employees cannot work shifts longer than 8 hours a day, in addition to the right to 30% paid vacation and 13th salary. In my last month there, she asked me to stop my work and go get documents for her in another sector. She was my colleague, not my boss. So I said I couldn't because I was too busy and that I could go get them as soon as I finished my job, if it would help. 
and the crazy woman just ran and cried in tears in the corridor shouting, Guys, I asked Marcella to go get some invoices at the balance and she doesn't want to go and I don't know why. As if I attacked her. My boss was bothered and replied, But that's your job. She's doing her job. On my last day there, I called her Karen saying, Goodbye, Karen. And she didn't understand. My friend and I left laughing. The girl I trained to replace me didn't stay two months and asked to leave too. Why in this situation where they realized that Karen was trying to get out of even doing their own job, did it seem to not progress to anything further than, hey, that seems to be your job that you're asking them to do? Like, how does this person keep sticking around and ruining it for other people? Our next story is, my mom won't take me to the doctor or take my health seriously. I don't know if you put age or anything, but I'm a dude and I'm 14. Anyways, for the last three months, I've been complaining about extreme back pain. Today on the way home from feeding my neighbor's cats, my back suddenly locked up and I collapsed to the floor, unable to move. I was shaking and I was in so much pain I couldn't stand. When I finally got up and went home, I collapsed on my bed. I'm currently riding from my bed, only able to move my arms and head due to the pain. When she comes up to see me, she's all like, stop overreacting or aw does that hurt in a mocking way when i text her for her to come help me she sees the message and ignores it i am in so much pain somebody end me any advice update she finally took me to the doctors i'm still in extreme pain turns out the muscles on the right side of my body are real freaked up or something i don't know i just kind of zoned out I'm still in an absolute excruciating pain and can't do anything except literally sit here and be on my phone. I cannot put into words how much I hate my mom for ignoring me, saying my back hurts for all these months. Thank you for all the love and support. Love you guys. When it gets to the point where you're collapsing to the floor, you either go see the doctor ASAP or you call the ambulance. So if your mom's going to downplay that and not try to take you to see the doctor, you would obviously just warn her hey you either take me to the doctor now or i'm calling an ambulance that said in the situation where op kind of zoned out ideally they would give you like some kind of paperwork after you're discharged so i would imagine op has some kind of idea even if they didn't really retain the information as the doctor was saying it plus with whatever treatment options or treatment plans i'm sure the doctor is going to drill you pretty good on it our next story is I just wanted to rest, and now she's mad at me. Basically I, 23 year old female, am helping to move a few pieces of furniture around, and by helping I mean doing it by myself while my mom watches because my older sibling conveniently had to be somewhere else, per usual. I've worked roughly 29 and a half hours in the past 3 days, and had every intention of just resting my bones today, as you do on your day off. After moving the second of the couches, I flopped down onto it because my back and legs were being fiery again. My mom asked me to make her lunch while I'm taking my break, and I groaned, admittedly way louder than I should have, and said that I really can't right now, pointing to my sore legs as an explanation. I assumed that, as she also has issues with her neck and back, and this is by no means a new conversation for us, she would understand and just leave it, or at least give me a few seconds to get my bones to calm down. Instead, she sighed dramatically, stood and flounced over to the kitchen to cook her own food, muttering that she doesn't have time for my games today. She left the juice out when she was done and said, 
you can at least make your younger siblings lunch. So it's currently very tense here as I'm throwing together some macaroni and chicken tenders. My back and legs are throbbing. No is a complete sentence according to a lot of people here, but she literally does not accept it. I don't feel like I ask for a lot anymore. Just validation, basic respect, and occasional breaks from it all. I guess that's too much though. Hopefully it helps OP to just be able to vent about this. Definitely, I think this is the kind of parent that, as you grow up, you talk to them less and less. If they're going to need some help when they're older, they're probably going to end up in a home questioning, why don't my kids ever talk to me? This next story is, Entitled Dad Wants Me to Subsidize His Trip to Europe. For background, my dad and I currently no contact due to him being a controlling jerk my entire life, and an incident earlier this year that pushed things over the edge. I'm still in contact with my mother. I currently have a couple of weeks off to spend time with my son, who's a few months old before we start daycare. Usually around lunchtime, I go to my parents' place so mom can spend time with her grandson. My dad is at work during the time I visit. During my most recent visit, my mom mentioned that my dad asked if I could pay $3,000 to fund his trip to Europe. He's going to the UK, France, and maybe somewhere else for a month later this year. We have family spread out in those countries, so he'll be visiting and staying with family and friends. My mom is not going. Will actually be nice for her to have a staycation of sorts, since she won't have to be a maid and cook for a grown man for a month. I'm taking her to New York to stay with my aunt and cousins for a bit where she can relax and she'll come back home with my cousins, who will stay for a couple of weeks to hang out and visit where we live. My parents are lower middle class. They don't go on international trips on a normal basis, so this is a big treat. However, my parents live a very frugal lifestyle, so my dad has more than enough money to pay for this trip on his own. I know this because I literally have access to his bank account due to, for years, basically managing their finances and paying bills online for him even when I was a kid. He doesn't need the money from me. Simply asking because he's delusional and thinks his children owe him because he did the bare parental minimum of providing food, clothing, and shelter for us. He worked hard. We'll always give him credit for that. However, he thinks we owe him and should always do as he says. To be clear, my mom didn't expect me to pay and was telling me more so I'm just informed of what was going on. I've always hated the mindset of parents being like, well I did the bare minimum that I was legally required to do, therefore you need to help me without ever questioning anything for the rest of our lives. It just doesn't make practical sense. You didn't birth me as a money generator. You birthed me to hopefully let me live my own life. Our next story is, I'm not your babysitter. Okay, so I'm a camp counselor with my sister and I took this week off to help my sister with a college event. Meet your roommate thing, which meet your roommate and set up your room a bit before the big move-in day and direct family invited. She's living in a community, eight girls share four rooms and a shared living space, and five girls in total showed up, and it was pretty tight because their families were there as well. We put the rooms together, went to seminars, and all hung out together, talking and so on. I decided to skip a seminar and organize some clothes we brought. It was optional and it was about curfews. I noticed two parents, college dad and college mom, leave their three other kids, eight to five years old, the eldest in college we'll call CG, two. I thought it was weird to leave their young kids alone, but they were all just watching a show on their tablet and seemed fine. They never asked me to look after them and I didn't offer. After an hour of organizing and procrastinating, I was done. I waited 15 minutes because the seminar said only an hour, but 
I was getting hungry and assumed it's just going over. I texted my parents asking if I can go down to the first floor and get a snack from the vending machine. And my dad said sure, they were the only vending machine stocked. I looked at the kids before I left, and they haven't moved from when their parents left and looked fine. I still felt a little uncomfortable to leave the kids, but their parents did, so I assumed it was fine. 15 to 20 minutes later, I'm back on our level with a snack for me and some drinks and snacks for my family. I saw the group heading back to the room, so I caught up and walked with them. College mom and college dad looked upset, but I didn't think about it. College mom and college dad pretty much didn't acknowledge my existence the rest of the time. Most of us agreed to all agree to go to dinner together and soon we went. We called ahead a few hours before. Seventeen in total sat together, having regular conversation, and it was getting pretty noticeable that they were ignoring me. Then this happened. College girls said, What did you think of OP's story? It was about my summer camp. College dad said, It was okay. I'm just surprised she works with kids. My sister said, What do you mean? She has all the qualifications and the kids like her. The college dad said, well, she leaves young kids alone unsupervised when they could get hurt. I was going to ignore his comment, but it was too late and my sister's now annoyed. I said, I never do that at work and how would you know? You've never seen me work. College mom said, stop lying. You left our kids alone to get snacks for yourself. You shouldn't work with kids if you're so careless. I said, you never asked me to look after your kids. You're the people that left your kids. College dad said it's your job to look after kids and you left them. The college girl said, Dad, you never asked her to watch them, so they're not her responsibility. Plus, nothing happened. College mom said she had a moral obligation, college girl. My dad, he's ticked that they're talking to me like this and he hasn't been able to say anything yet. Hey, stop talking to her like this. You never asked her to watch them. You're harassing a child for not taking care of your own responsibilities. Come on, we're leaving. My dad put money on the table as other parents joined on my dad's side, with my mom giving college mom and college dad glares. College girl texting my sister saying how sorry she is, and my sister said it wasn't her fault. We left and ate at our hotel. Yeah, these people are obviously out of their mind. They didn't say anything. They probably didn't say anything because they wanted it to be like some implication that you had to babysit them. Because obviously if they said, hey, can you watch your kids? They were afraid you'd say, no. Our next story is, a random woman insulted me for not agreeing to watch her child. So I, 26-year-old female, was sat on a bench finishing my lunch break when a random woman came and sat next to me on the bench. She has a toddler in her stroller. I'm getting up to walk away and she says, excuse me, could you just watch my child for two minutes whilst I pop into the shop? It's really hard to get the buggy in there. I felt bad, but sympathetically I said, Sorry, I'm just going back to work, but this is a fairly safe area. Maybe you can keep the buggy outside and bring the kid in with you? The shopkeeper would keep an eye on the buggy through the window. She looks at me and says in a really mean tone, But you only work just next door, I can tell from your lanyard. It'll only take a couple of minutes. So I just said sorry and went to walk away, as I'm literally two minutes towards the end of my break. When she said, You probably would have upset him anyway with the state of you. I didn't respond and carried on walking, but it made me feel crap and on top of this, I would have genuinely not minded helping if it wasn't for the fact that A. I'd have someone breathing down my neck for being laid off break and B. I know the shopkeeper and the area well and have seen countless people leave push chairs, mobility scooters, etc. outside. This is one of those situations that sucks that you have to go through it. 
but you literally should just let it roll right off you like water off a duck's back. There's nothing else you can do, and in that circumstance, you literally were on a time crunch. So whether they're going to treat you like you were the most ungrateful person or not, sorry, but you couldn't help. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.